Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Jenks, we're talking about baseball. And... I think we have a new returning number one on my no bet list. Congratulations, Lance Lynn. You're back in the number one spot after last night's epic performance. I said this before mm-hmm. I faded Lance Lynn. I said, every time I fade Lance Lynn, he throws like a Cy Young winner. When I <laughs> bet on him, he gives up seven earned runs. So I'm not sure which one it is, but for now, Lance Lynn, you're dead to me. Yeah. Everybody's dead to me. I'm not betting. I, I'm, I'm. You know what's dead to me? Baseball, because I went oh, on four last night. One night. I know, but no. I listen. I like the handicap yesterday. I saw a lot of people fading Lance Lynn because yes, he strikes out a lot of batters. No question about that. But he has been erratic and has given up a lot of runs. At least he had until last night. So that's just one of those guys. Now, when I see that name, to your point, I'm going to say, you know what? No thanks, tip of the cap, do your thing, whether it's good, bad, whatever, I'm going to be off of you. I'm looking elsewhere. Right, because I think there are certain pitchers that fall into that category where they have an extremely high ceiling, which makes you want to take a chance on them, but also they have an extremely low floor to where when the wheels fall off, the wheels definitely fall off, coupled with the fact that the White Sox have been very up and down as well. A very talented group of guys on that roster – but they've underperformed for most of the year. So White Sox, no more. No more betting on or against the Chicago White Sox. For me, at least until, you know, I warm back up to the idea of maybe going for that roller coaster of a ride. So let's dive into today's slate and teams that aren't the White Sox uh, and that I want to actually bet on. Uh, So let's start out west where we have the Dodgers Squaring off with the Twins, we've got the Dodgers minus 150 favorites at home and the Twins plus 125. Sonny Gray has been amazing for the Twins this year, 4-0, mm-hmm. 139 ERA. Squaring off with Dustin May of the Dodgers, 4-1, 2-6-8 ERA. So, Jenks, which direction are you leaning here? I'm curious about this game because I was looking at it earlier and you glance at it and you think, well, isn't the under the play doesn't eight and a half seem a little bit too high so i i'm not 
I'm not quite so sure what to do here because immediately I thought, oh, with a total of eight and a half, you got to go to the under, you got to go to the under. And yet I see some money coming in over or on the over and Vegas always knows what it's doing. So you can look at this one of two ways. You can say this number is inflated, there's value on the under, or there's something going on here, which doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. And that's kind of where I'm at. So I would lean under, but I'm going to stay away from this one. If I had any cojones, I would be on the twins in the first five because Sonny Gray has been amazing. And I think when you find a good underdog, you should probably take it in the first five, the twins plus 110. But I don't think, like I said, I have the cojones to fade the Dodgers. Mm -hmm. Yes, they lost last night. Yes, they only scored one run. But still, if you look at the larger sample size, which I think you should do with baseball on a daily basis, it's still a very hot Dodgers lineup that I am yeah. extremely afraid to fade on a daily basis. Do you think this is a fair way to look at this? Or do you think I just need to look at the numbers and say, you know, it doesn't matter what the name says across the chest because we know the Dodgers are one of those square teams, but still they've mm -hmm. been so good. Do you think that it's warranted here to be afraid to fade the Dodgers? Yes, because they are one of those teams that are so loaded with so much offensive talent that they can go off at any time. And yes, you want to look at the numbers, and Sonny Gray's been awesome. So that's why I lean towards the under. But the stay away factor for me is if there's any team that can just wake up and just go to town and mm -hmm. hit anyone in Major League Baseball, it is the Dodgers, which is why I was on them yesterday. They went cold yesterday. But also at the same time, you know, you talk about different teams and whether they're due. You were saying, hey, at some point, the A's are going to win a game. They're not going to win 10 games all yep. season, which is a very good point. And same thing with the Dodgers. The Dodgers aren't going to score one run every game. They're just too good not to, just like the A's are bad enough where they're still a baseball team. There's enough games play where they're going to win at some point. The Dodgers are too good not to go off at some point. So I, that's sort of your sabotage factor here. Right, although the series has been pretty even, uh, at least the last two games, which uh, the game before last night went to, I believe, extra innings, ended in a walk-off walk uh, with the Dodgers winning that one. And then yesterday, it was the Twins. So maybe I need to be giving the Twins a little bit more credit. They are 24-19 this season and standing alone at the top of the AL Central. Let's go to a dramatic matchup between the Yankees and the Blue Jays. Drama has been the centerpiece between these two teams with all sorts of little tiffs. Uh, we've got New York minus 120, Toronto even money at home, total eight runs. Garrett Cole sports his 5-0 record coming into this one, a 2-22 ERA. And Chris Bassett on the mound for Toronto, 5-2, 3-4-9 ERA. Jenks, I really want to back the Yankees here. I think I'm going to do it in the first five. So maybe okay. if Garrett Cole starts giving up runs like we have seen in uh, a couple of his starts where the wheels start to fall off in the later innings, you kind of sidestep that. Am I off base for wanting to back the Yankees here? It almost feels like a trap at this price. Yeah, I, I would go first five under four would be my play at minus 105 just because look, Garrett Cole has been awesome. But Chris Bassett, has pitched 16 consecutive shutout innings. Now, at some point, 
that streak has to come to an end. It probably comes to an end against this incredible Yankees lineup or a lineup. Let me rephrase that. That is hitting the ball much better now that Aaron judge is back in it. Yeah, exactly. But I, I can't fade a guy in Chris Bassett who has three shutouts on the season. I just can't. So Garrett Cole, definitely the better pitcher here, a tier above, but at this point, I will go under four in the first five and bank on both of these guys pitching well. Chris Bassett could fall back. He has to at some point, but I'm not going to fade him right now. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus Yeah, I think at four, that's a healthy enough number for me to take a stab on the under. If it was three and a half, nah, because both of these pitchers can have, by definition, quality starts, and you still lose your bet. First five unders are not for the weak of heart. These are tough bets to watch, but yes, if there were a side on the first five, I would lean towards that, but I think I'm going to stick with the Yankees' first five money line. Like you said, this lineup has been night and day when Aaron Judge is in it, and plus, there is the factor where the Yankees and the Blue Jays hate each other, and it's been Aaron Judge absolutely going off. He is completely dismissing the haters, saying that he's looking for signs because he hits home runs every single night, no matter what the sign is. Do you think that plays a role in a handicap when two teams hate each other, or is it just, hey, I want to watch this game? Oh, man, I don't know. I, I don't know if that really is a factor for me. it's a more intense matchup but if both sides are Mm -hmm. motivated if both sides are angry if both sides are playing with a more intense sort of feeling or motivation than they normally do I don't know if it really factors into a handicap I I just think it makes for a better viewing experience yeah I was trying to spin it and I'm thinking to myself okay does it mean like the defense tightens up I don't think this is really a sport where that matters. It's such a skill sport where it's not like a matter of effort. It's just, you know, it's a skill sport as opposed to, say, football or basketball when the defense tightens up in like those elimination games and we see a lot of under. So maybe not a factor, but definitely a game that's probably worth watching. Let's go to St. Louis. Brewers Cardinals showing uh, a show off between or a showdown, I should say. Between two National League teams, we've got the Cardinals minus 105, Milwaukee minus 115, and the total off the board right now, Corbin Burns towing the rubber for Milwaukee, 4-2, and 3-3-5 ERA against what appears to be maybe Adam Wainwright. I think the starter in this mm-hmm. one is still the question. I think that's why the total is off the board. But it's a cheap price for Milwaukee and Corbin Burns. Are you biting? I am not. I'm going to go with 
the Cardinals here. I just don't quite trust Corbin Burns. And look, he's still a very good pitcher. There's no question about that. He's not the pitcher that he used to be. And the metrics will tell you that his stuff has, I I started to, I was going to say disintegrate, but started to sort of fall off a little bit compared to the player that he used to be. And Matthew Libertor is a guy that, look, he's only 23 years old. And he was not good last season. The Cardinals sent him back down to the minors. He has improved. I think what it comes down to me is, Corbin Burns is a solid starter. He's not the player he once was. But those Cardinals bats really worry me. They've been starting to heat up. Last night was not an anomaly, but that's sort of the exception to the rule over what we've seen over the past couple weeks. So I take the Cardinals on the money line at minus 105. I think if there is a good candidate for dog of the day, it's probably the Cardinals. This is a team Mm -hmm. that has underperformed for most of the season, but at some point they're going to wake up. And we've seen it in their last 10 games, seven and three in their last 10. And a lot of those games as underdogs because they were so bad to start the season. But this lineup has too many good names. Nolan Arenado, Paul Paul Goldschmidt, Lars Nukbar, uh, too many good players Mm -hmm. for this lineup to go cold each and every night. So I think it's a team that like I'm not willing to trust, but I'm also not willing to fade them either. So it's a stay away for me, at least for now. Let's go on to the Braves and the Rangers. We've got Braves minus 150 road favorites, Texas plus 125, total seven and a half because we have a great pitching matchup here. Spencer Strider, we know has electric stuff, four and one this year with a 2-5-1 ERA against Nathan Avaldi, coming off uh, a fantastic performance last time out, five and two, two seven zero ERA entering this matchup. So, Jenks, are you banking on a great pitching matchup, or do you think both of these lineups can scratch across a couple of runs, even against the best of pitchers? Gosh, I don't know. I want to fade Nathan Eovaldi. He used to be a great fade candidate, but not this season. Mm -hmm. I think I would play this game the way I would play Yankees-Blue Jays, which is first five. You can play it under four. It's just to minus 135, but Spencer Strider is arguably the best pitcher in the game. He's allowed more than two runs only once this season. That's when the Mets hit him up for four back on May the 1st. Nathan Eovaldi, I don't know what he's found this season, Chelsea. He has allowed zero earned runs in his last 25 and two-thirds innings pitched. Maybe you look at him like Chris Bassett and you say at some point he's going to give it up. Well, until I see it, I'm not fading the guy. So I'll go first five under four, minus 135. Well, Evaldi's been a good pitcher, you know, in previous seasons. Like, I think it was last year he kind of struggled, but he was very much a force in the postseason for the Red Sox, and he has been a good pitcher. So it's it's not like it's coming out of nowhere, but you're right. At one point, he was kind of on a downswing in his career, but he has appeared to find something. Do you put an asterisk beside a start that's against the A's? Because I think you look at the last one, you're like, oh, my goodness, 12 strikeouts, right. eight and two-thirds. Only three hits, no earned runs, but it's against the A's. So I think it is a different story when you're facing the Braves lineup. Do we think that there's some regression here? I think there probably is, but both of these lineups can hit too. That's the thing. And so when I look at a Mm -hmm. pitching matchup like this and I say, okay, maybe I'll go under, then I say, well, also when we were talking about If there's a lineup that can explode for some runs, it's the Dodgers. Well, the Braves can do that. The Rangers can do that, too. These are two of the best lineups in all of baseball. So that's one thing that gives me pause. Even though these are great starting pitchers, I I would look at the under, but ultimately I would stay away from playing it personally just because you never know with these two lineups. 
I know. I think if you go a little contrarian, Spencer Strider over one and a half earned runs is minus 120. We're looking at a Rangers lineup that is one of the best first five hitting lineups in all of baseball. But still, Spencer Strider has the capability of going out there and pitching a complete game shutout. So I will not be resting my reputation and taking uh, a stab on fading Spencer Strider. Let's get to the Cubs and the Astros real quick. We've got Houston minus 160, Chicago plus 135, Drew Smiley, JP France squaring off in this one. We have 30 seconds. Do you have a play here? I would just go JP France based on his story. Almost quit Major League Baseball four years ago. His girlfriend gave him a call. He said, okay, okay, I don't quit. And here he is. Oh, the girlfriend with a, yeah. a nice little assist. The Nikola Jokic of the, the relationship <laughs> there with a nice little dime. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.